Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Speak As You're Moved. This is Patrick Collins, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt Collins. Good evening. Buenos noches. <laughs> Josh, don't be stealing my lines. Uh, all right, well, Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Joshua <laughs> Jr. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go a different, uh, different, different language next time. Good, good evening, everyone. That was that was <laughs> kind of British. Maybe so, French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bonjour. Bon- Bonjour. Bon- yeah. Oh man, and bon- Derek Roebuck. And Derek Roebuck. Oh my goodness. And Derek Roebuck. What's up, man? There we go. Why you not talk loud? You not hear me? We can hear you. Barely. You like well, those. Hey, I'm how's here. I've been yelling. Like uh, my whole, it, all my neighbors are like coming out their doors. Uh, hey guys, you to, uh, how's it going? Up. So anyway, we're a group of fathers, friends, and followers of Jesus Christ, and we're just doing what we can to try to bring some uplifting conversation and just good real life fellowship um, that we pray will glorify Christ and hopefully lead somebody to Jesus. Um, so we're going to, uh, I guess this was, uh, the surprise Monday. So, um, I, we'll get to our, we'll get to our topic a little later as the Lord leads. And in the meantime, we're going to get started and speak as we are moved. And I would ask Matt, would you lead us in prayer? Dear Lord, we thank you for this night. Lord, we thank you for the gathering tonight. We ask that you, um, be with us in the midst here tonight, Lord, and as we uh, just uh, speak about you and speak things that are on our heart, Lord, let it uh, flow freely, Lord, and let us be open um, to whatever may be on our mind, Lord, and our hearts. Lord, I ask that you just be with um, anyone that may be struggling tonight, um, looking for you, Lord, looking for answers, Lord, let just um, go by the, go, go to attend to them, Lord, give them strength, give them encouragement, Lord, as you all know how, Lord. Let us continue to... Um, be ambassadors for you in our day-to-day lives. Um, be husbands and fathers of, as you've commanded us through the scriptures, Lord. Um, let us follow you and and let God lead our lives, Lord. I ask that you just guys and direct us. Father, so I give you the praise. Amen. 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 Appreciate that, Matt. So, Amen. fellas, I'm going to hit you with the icebreaker question. Here minute, tonight, minute, as minute. we usually do. Um, it's going to be church-related. So... Uh, I want to ask you guys what, so in your local congregation during normal times, so non-COVID times, unless you want to answer COVID times, I really don't care. But here's the question. What is your favorite meeting and why? So do you like Bible study, Wednesday night, Sunday morning, worship, whatever? What's your, what's your, or something different? I don't know. I'll leave it to you. Favorite meeting. And why? Matt. I'll go. Oh, I'll go, man. Or Josh. Go, Josh, go. I'm go ahead, Journey. <laughs> I was going to steal everybody's. What was that? Revival Steve. meeting. Revival meeting. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> like, a, like a feast meeting, like we call them, or like a, at our camp meeting. Like those big time meetings, man. Pump it up. That's what I'm all about. I, I like those meetings. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you were asking like which day of the week meeting, you know, but no, but I, I like it. You know, take it. a little different direction. Yeah. 
Like, I, yeah, I so love. What, so what? What about? What do you love about him? Well, because I agree with you. Like, I'm just curious. We, okay. Um, <laughs> the the thing that I like about them, um, I don't love it so much when I'm attending one from you know out of town because you know I came there to hear them, and they typically get people. You know, like <laughs> if you have like a a union meeting kind of thing or whatever. And, and like our crowd from Columbia goes to a different crowd or something like that. Then they'll get a lot of people from our crowd. It's kind of like, Hey, you came in to visit us here. We're going to get you to preach and get you to testify. But I really wanted to hear the other people. Right. So I like mm-hmm. going other places. Well, actually I kind of like it whenever they come to us. Cause then we get them to preach mm-hmm. and we get them to do all this stuff. And, uh, but just having new um, not necessarily new testimonies, but just people that you you know, but you don't hear their testimony on the daily basis. And it's not because they're lazy with their testimony, because people like that, um, and I, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear anybody's testimony, but these people have been active in their local church and gone through different things that I haven't heard about. And then they, you know, we meet together and they're telling me about, you know, or they're, they're bringing to light some scripture that the way they've, they've thought about, and they may have spoken on it at in their home church, but sharing it with us and everybody brings basically the best of what they can come up with to the table. And you have a really, really good meeting. Um, and you have this fellowship. It, it brings, it it basically brings to light. It makes manifest what we already know about the spirit Mm -hmm. having communion with each other, because these are people I haven't seen in months. Really looking forward to them starting back up post COVID. Um, because it's people that I haven't Mm -hmm. seen in months. I care about their life. I care about their life experiences. I want to know how God has worked in their life to move through them and, and cause them to see certain things in the scripture. And when you, when you get to hear it and you get to enjoy that fellowship, it, it, I guess it's kind of, it reaffirms. I, it didn't have to prove it to me because I already, it's already been proven to me, but it reaffirms how the spirit has communion with each other, you know? And when somebody has the spirit of God in them, and you can see it, and you can feel it, and you have this connection that is not of this world. It's really, mm-hmm. it's 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 one of my favorite way, you know, times within worship that we get to experience is is that. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. Dirt, Matt, y'all got any feedback? Well, I would say union meetings too, but here it did. I was thinking it more like your weekly meeting. Um, In Columbia, I like our Sunday night meetings. They are like half singing and then, you know, half church, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a little bit more relaxed vibe. I like, yeah. Um, But I like that and I like the fact that it leaves you a little bit more time after church to, you know, chit chat and talk and put possibly go eat somewhere or something like that but um we have ours 30 minutes earlier which is which is part of that Derek. yeah what do you mean it's not at six (laughs) o'clock yeah no it's 6 30 i was saying like when we do it when we would do it at 6 30 oh yeah well it's an hour earlier for everybody else in the world but our usual meetings are seven o'clock which is 30 minutes earlier than Everybody else. It's right. What, what, what I'm saying, like, else. it also, since off. you don't have anything else going on that day, we bump it up, you know, and it and it, and it does allow for more time for talking yeah, or yeah, maybe going yeah. out to eat together afterwards. We're all talking about yeah, not yeah, COVID no. time. But. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's probably I like the I like a more relaxed vibe, and then I like the singing too. Um, typically, sing some songs that are a little more I don't know complicated or you know ones that that require a little bit more work. I don't know. That's not really a good way of, of putting it because it's not like the ones that we sing normally are not that way, but y'all get what I'm saying. They're mm-hmm. just some uh, some songs you don't typically hear all the time. They're more challenging um, I because they're not. One. Yeah, that's ones. a good way. Yeah. Do you, uh, yeah. do y'all do that every, every Sunday night? Well, let's just say pre-COVID or whatever. Yeah. Well, I can remember. Yep, only but, only time we don't is when we can't slip because something's going on at the campground and we're not getting back in time or something like a yeah. or whatever. But but yeah, that's every Sunday. We don't alternate it. We do thirty singing and then thirty service. So basically you get one sermon after thirty minutes of singing and it's it's a pretty legit meeting. I agree, Derek. Nicely done. I forgot about that. I love that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really interesting. Yeah. We were doing for a little while, um, like like on Sunday morning service, which is probably, I'd say my my favorite, I guess meeting that we have during the week, like on a regular basis. Um, Sunday morning, just really good service because we'd all we'd all you know everybody comes and it typically a nice crowd. Um, usually we have really good sermon, and then before COVID we would all eat, you know, after in the back really good fellowship so that was nice but um yeah and then once a once a month we'd have like a singing sunday is what what they called it and so it's like basically you just sing and then the preacher gets out and preaches and so which i'm not saying that's like every sunday but it was just really cool to have that and it helped our congregation too because kind of helped learn some songs because you know when you grow when you grow up in the church you kind of you learn the songs naturally but if when you don't and you come in from the outside, it's a it's a lot of songs to learn, um, and mm-hmm. of course we would sing all like five hundred twenty five of them or whatever. But still, I mean it. Mm-hmm. So the more you can, the more you sing the songs, the more you obviously learn them. So that was cool too. Kind of helped everybody I'm out. I'm a proponent for any any type of change, like switching things up, doing doing yeah. something new. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like that. Well, I mean, we've been doing that. Uh, let's see, like not this past Wednesday. There was like, well, there was testimony meeting, like there where anybody, and usually like in for people listening, like we all go to the same church, just different locations, and the order of the service is pretty much the same. Um, where there's you know there's someone that runs the meeting, appoints someone to read, and then appoints someone to open the service for people to step out either to the pulpit or um, in the congregation or on the, you know, in the, you know, on the stand, what you want to call it and give a testimony. Um, but what we've been, I didn't mean, Derek Reed, sorry, I didn't interrupt you, but, um, like we did testimony meeting last week, which was pretty cool. But one, but the path, like you, oh, you're talking about the component of switching. Like the two things that we did, I think it was like two Sunday, two Wednesday nights in a row, um, was, uh, a song service for like an hour. But so in Raleigh, like our congregation, we they I'm not a good singer, but our we love to sing, or majority of the congregation does. So, but then, 
like it was it was a song service, but then it basically turned into like at the end, like five or six people were just testifying and giving their testimonies mm-hmm. of what they felt like. So that was very spirit filled and very impromptu. And it usually is. Our meetings are very just led by the spirit, um, very open to that. But then, um, and then the weekend before that, Wednesday night, we had prayer service for for like an hour, um, or maybe not that long, but fair long time. So that's just different. And it, and and both of those, when the when the people that was running the service got there, they were like, "All right, we're going to do this. All right, I think it's just, I feel like we should do prayer service." Like you know, what I'm saying it was really cool. I wasn't. Um, we had a couple things going on when we get there, but watching online with the COVID because we broadcast live and, um, but that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I guess like I'm probably in the same boat maybe with Derek a little bit. I do. I, I enjoyed our, our Sunday night services like pre COVID. Um, it was a little more relaxed. Um, you kind of, you, you, you see your true and faithfuls on Sunday night. <laughs> um, not to just going to call like you see it. Uh, Separate the band from the boy. Yeah, you do, and and <laughs> and, and there's a handful of like at least that's how it is. And there's a handful of people that maybe can't come because they are sick or virus, but usually your core group of people are there, um, and it's just it's just very rich. Um, so I would say that one. I also enjoy. I'm the only one that attends when my dad. COVID shot me down. But I do I do enjoy the central prison Sunday morning services. <laughs> They can get pretty lively. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a way to go to the, every you one of those. You see your No, he, well, he did for a little bit. I, I like, for on and off recently. But he's the only one that's actually been, is what I was saying. Um, mm-hmm. those, can be, those can get pretty rowdy. I say rowdy. That's probably the wrong word. Very <laughs> spirit-filled singing, because it's all a cappella like ours. So, Well, I take it back. One one of one of the services they have a like a piano keys and, and a guitar, but the other one is is acapella. I, I will yeah, modify mine cool. a little bit. I have a close second. Okay, I mean, of course, Sunday night I love singing, so that was that's big yeah. me. But then um, my other close, I guess, tied for second with Sunday night uh-huh. is the sneak attack. Have you you guys ever done that? No, and it, it sounds like a, our like a hang well, cheek with the kids. <laughs> no, yeah. it's kind of unique to our congregations. But like the sneak attack, I consider um, is whenever nobody knows you're going to be at another one of our locations. Because then we got what thirteen or so. I, I don't know how many um, congregations we have, right? Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. you know the church times, and if you don't or whatever, the times in the in the book. But um, this is of course pre-COVID. But um, It'd be awesome to like show up on a random Wednesday night or a Friday night and see who really is there, you know? Because I mean, like, you don't get a full read of a crowd um, when you go at a revival time, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you go mm-hmm. on a random Wednesday night, I mean, there it's like a celebrity appearance, and you know, like, I mean, <laughs> not not that not that that feels great because you're like grunt going to get me to do something probably, you know? But just getting like here and there every day. I mean, and I guess now that you know, you're able to take the kind of a glimpse into different crowds with, we've got more video recording and that kind of stuff going on now. But, um, especially pre the COVID bring, bringing everybody into the 21st century, um, doing that to some crowds was just, was just really fun. Cause I mean, you get to see how they interact and all that kind of stuff. And it's not in a necessarily revival setting. Yeah. We had so. one Easter, like this actually twice has happened. One Easter, um, Dana and Eddie 
and their family just showed up on Sunday morning. And I don't know if anybody knew they were coming, but we certainly did not know they were coming. And so in it was really mind blowing. Sir, you expect it to be, of course, it, you know the feast meeting there in Norfolk, but but yeah, it was it was just. Hey, hey. Yeah, we're back. Okay. We're back. back. Sorry. Okay, cool. Are we back live? Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're... Sorry. The, the Wi-Fi just, like, cut out or something. Connection just completely lost on that. Gotcha. So we're I back. I felt like your Wi-Fi was a little spotty earlier, a little bit. Like, you were getting a little jumbled. I got whiffy. nervous, so I'm glad we're back. We're back. Man, you're whiffy. Got to pay that whiffy bill. I know. Yeah. Someone else will be paying. Did the neighbors change their password or something? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I'm out here in, in in the sticks, you know. Yeah. I mean, Wake Forest is is I'm once I, I'm about five minutes from Raleigh, but I'm in the sticks yeah. out here, and all the civilization, civil civilization. Did the McDonald's yeah. like tell you had to leave? Or, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Back live. Okay, so you were saying well. something about like people coming yeah, in or whatever. Yeah, just surprised, you know, Dane and Eddie came surprised us, I think, Easter one time, and that was just really cool, because it was like, like Josh said, you know, you just kind of don't expect it, and it's just really, it's kind of, it's a boost, it's a real boost. Um, And then another time, Josh Simons came and surprised us in Leesburg, we went to Easter. He has? That's cool. That's really cool. So yeah, when y'all get the opportunity, if you're passing through Leesburg, you know, you don't even have to, you don't have to call or nothing. Just show up. We'll be happy, to, uh, happy to see you. Yeah, someone, someone told me to That's say. probably one of the. Oh, go ahead, Barry. I was going to say, it's probably one of the coolest parts of, uh, of traveling for work. 
is uh, a lot of times I'll travel for work and then I'm able to go to uh, to different services. You know, if I'm working out of town, um, and I've also been to Leesburg, you know, while I was hunting there or something like that. But mm-hmm. if you're working and nobody really knows you're there because you're not staying with anybody, um, you just show up. That's it is pretty cool, and it's cool, and, and it happens to us as well. It is a boost. Yeah, for sure. Um. Anyway, well, no, that's good. I was just you know curious. It's interesting what you know different meetings that what brings one thing I've realized is that there's, 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 there's so many different aspects to a, to a good meeting. I'm talking about like a good church service. I mean, and a lot of it has more to do than just one thing, you know, whether it be a good sermon and singing and fellowship, obviously the spirit needs to be there. Another thing I've noticed too, is that sometimes it's what you carry into the meeting. I mean, I've been in meetings before where everybody else was like, man, that was just a fantastic service. And you're just like, really? It was? You know, and then other times you go into it and, <laughs> and, you, and, and you feel like it was the greatest service ever. And everybody around, you know, like, Are the, that's such a great sermon. People are like, really? You sure? You know, it's a lot about how you, how you approach this service, too. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The, um, the, the crowd in, in Wilmington... I was um, I was up there this past weekend for the first time in almost a year, oh, man. and um, we had yeah we had family Christmas finally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my parents kept up the Christmas tree and everything. It was great. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so they were waiting <laughs> on the grandkids to come have Christmas. Present still under the tree, you know, <laughs> too much like, over a month later. So, um, but it, it was good. They they um, and I got to talking, and there they switched up their Sunday because they switched up, you know. COVID protocols and stuff, and they're having a worship service Sunday morning, and then um, Sunday school via Zoom Sunday evening, mm-hmm. which, because, I mean, because Zoom is very conducive for a Sunday school. It's a little bit harder for interactive worship the way we worship mm-hmm. with the singing and everything. Um, so they switched it up, and they said it's worked out really good, um, which I had never thought of that, you know, doing Sunday school at night and the worship in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that we were talking about is the Sunday evening service, like they were going back 30 years or so and how that was their most powerful service of the week on the regular because people, you know, had all day to, to meditate on the word, to really get filled up. You know, you're having discussions about, you know, I mean, your, your mind's focused on Christ all day and how that's kind of started to wane across our congregations as Sunday in the you know, secular view is the day you get ready for your week. You know, you're setting up plans, you're, you're trying to get everything prepared and making sure you got your meals planned for the week and that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, or your time to rest because your Saturday was so full, you know? So, um, Sunday has been more of, you know, let's focus on the day of rest and not necessarily on, um, meditating on the word. And so the Sunday evening is like, Oh, we got to go back out there rather than, Hey, you know, <laughs> Let's get this party, you know. You so you know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it's, it's been a, a yeah. little bit of of um that a church twice a day gets it. Was. <laughs> yeah, and that and that was you know, kind of playing into the, you know, kind of prepping for the week and getting your, you know, your mind mind right for the week ahead rather than like, 
let's go out with a good, you know, good meeting, you know? And, and so I guess, and I don't know whether we've just become more worried about our weeks or what it is. Um, he's saying, you know, that he kind of missed those fired up Sunday night meetings of a four time, but, um, it was, you know, the double, the double meeting on Sunday always got you weird looks in elementary school in the first place, but I really do enjoy our whole day being about Christ. Um, because everybody's like, you go to church Sunday night too? You know, I remember them asking me, and I'm like, yeah, of course we do. And, you know, finding out nobody else did. <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah. glad we do. Yeah. Because it keeps keeps the day all about him. No, I mean, Josh, that's that's a great point. I mean, it's it's not a – I think we're the minority with, with the Sunday night services. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people have the Sunday morning. They have three services a day or just two, whatever. Um but that's what we did recently. Raleigh has is you were talking about Sunday school switches. Is we switched ours to Sunday night, but it's been it's actually worked out really well. Like the young, we have two young young. We have like a teen high school class, and then like one below that, like preteens, like middle school, and they've both gone to people's houses and done like food and 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 Sunday school Bible study, whatever you want to call it, and and basically have just been going since I guess the summertime. And it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you have your, I'm not in them, but what I've heard, it's like you got the lesson, you got, you, they're eating and they're hanging out and it's more conducive. People are more, I feel like conducive to come to that. And then Scott, who's part of our congregation, y'all know him. Um, he's graciously, him and Tracy both have opened up their house. And so they, like, they've been, we've been trying to go over there for like Sunday for Bible study, Sunday school. And it's, it's very impromptu. It's like, it's not. You know, we're going to study the Bible for an hour, but we're going to talk and have the Bible and, and whatever it goes. But it's pretty cool. We put everybody outside. He's on the patio. Got the fire going. Um, I don't know. It's different, but it's it, that's a, a lot of people have had good reviews about that. Just being able to kind of be a little more vulnerable and intimate, and um, just studying the Word in the simplest form. You know, just kind of we're just here to learn about the Bible. <laughs> Not really a dress code. Not really kind of bring your food, whatever you want to do. Um, Shelly, Shelly, she's in our class, showing up in her coveralls, camo coveralls, because it's so cold outside. <laughs> like, like she's like literally like she comes. It's so funny. Like she pulled, she looks like halfway pulled up, like kicked out by the fire, and like leaving with him and like just walking on out. <laughs> That's what's been kind of neat about COVID is like. Since it's blown everything up, it it's kind of allowed us to look at like what we were doing, and then evaluate that, and then evaluate like okay, well, at some point we're going to get back to normal, and you know what is of the old normal do we want to keep, and is there anything of the old normal that maybe we just did because that's what we always did? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of it's kind of created this. I don't want to say blank slate because that's not the the right word for it, but but it has created this this opportunity to evaluate um you know what was and then what we're gonna where we're gonna do and what we're gonna do going forward so whether good or bad yeah that's i like i like the i like the thinking outside the box Mm mm-hmm yeah for sure i've been doing um you know, because it's not like, well, churches are closed, so I'll see you all next year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the mentality at all, which is good. But it's like, well, how do we adapt and overcome? You know, how do we make it work even though we have 
a set of rules now that we have to abide by. Um, yeah. So it, I like thinking outside the box. That's that's been cool to see. Well, it's, it's just interesting because, like for example, in China, I was watching this video of you know this guy who's a part of the underground church in China, and they can't meet in open air. I mean, it just wouldn't work. I mean, I'm not saying all of China, but there are places. I mean, there's there's oppression there, and and if they if they were to try to do what we do, um, it wouldn't work. I mean, the government would shut them down. So they have to create underground churches, houses, small groups. I mean, I don't really understand. I'm not an expert, but I'm just saying it's a different it's a totally different dynamic because what's going on there is totally different than what's going on here in America. But mm-hmm. I feel like that as long as the elements of worship are there, that's what's the most important. Praising God. Yeah. Yep. No, I think it's bringing a lot into like, what can we do? Like, what can we keep and what can we throw away? And mm-hmm. I mean, like you just said, I know me and Derek talked about, or maybe it was Stephen Copeland's in town, a friend of ours, a friend of y'all's as well, at a wedding this weekend. And, um, I'm, well, it might have been Derek I'm talking to you about it, but kind of like just, you know, whatever we can do, like you just said, Pastor, to get the message out that's that's decent in order, that is backed by the scripture. And you know what I'm saying? And it's not, you know, let, let's not go like hire bands. It's, I don't I don't think that's the, the answer, but something, you know, what's going to you know attract people to the word and, and make sure that's that's sound. And if it's different, it's different. Um, not to get not to get rid of the doctrine, not to get rid of what we believe the Bible to be true, but because we've tried some, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's nothing against trying, I guess. And I think COVID has has helped that out. At least I feel like here in Raleigh made us made us think at least about some things. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially if it's spirit led. Yeah. I mean, because throughout the throughout the year, throughout the ages. You know, God has used different mediums to pre- to get the gospel out. I mean, I I know the Wesleys well because I I'm kind of a nerd about it. So, but it is true. I mean, at the time when John Wesley stood on his father's grave and preached his first open air sermon, mimicking George Whitfield, that that was taboo. I mean, nobody did that. It was considered beneath a minister to do something like that. But he felt moved because the masses were outside. They couldn't get in the church. I don't know why, but they couldn't get in the church. And so he literally preached a sermon in the church and nobody repented. He walked out the doors, walked 12 paces, give or take, stood on his father's grave, preached the exact same sermon and like 500 people repented. So, I mean, sometimes it's not so much what you're saying, it's who you're saying it to. And that's where the spirit has to help us. Like, because we could be saying the same thing to the same 12 people for the same 20 years and nobody gets saved. Mm-hmm. Then take that same message and go to a different 12 people and everybody gets saved. And that's where God has to show us like, okay, what, not just what we're saying, but where are we saying it? You know, how are we saying it? And is it, and are we living what we're saying? Um, I mean, those are just the lessons that history and the word of God teaches. Of course, what we're going to say mm-hmm. needs to be, that's not going to change. I mean, that's the Bible. So, I mean that's obviously consistent, but maybe sometimes how and where change throughout the years. Some preaching is more simple and direct, 
I think most good preaching is, and but that's my opinion, you know. But some congregations need you need more deep and exhortive type preaching, you know. It just depends on what the spirit leads, I guess you might say. Yeah. And the medium changes too. But anyway, along the same line, so I'll go ahead and unveil the mystery um, talking <laughs> about the spirit leading. So the mystery topic of the night. So I wanted to ask you guys, um, what from a from a from a sanctified, you know, father husband standpoint, when you're coming up on a major decision, whether it be you got a promotion at work or you know you have an opportunity to maybe feel even just buying a new car or maybe you know your realtor texts you and says, Hey, you can sell your house right now and get, make a bunch of money and, and go buy a better house, you know, or just, or maybe it's an opportunity, whatever it is, a, a big, I say big, I guess you don't have to talk about big, but in my mind, it's, it's a decision that's, that's, that's either dropped on your doorstep or you see coming down the road. What is the, what is the process in that decision? Kind of what's, what goes into trying to determine which way to go. You got a crossroads, you got a turnpike, you got to go left or right. It's coming, it's here, whatever. What does it look like to make the decision? Wife. (laughs) 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 I mean, that's... It's just funny because that was the first thing out of your mouth. Wife. Yeah, I want to get get that out there. No, I mean like, like we uh we you know you you've got to pray. I I have never. I mean maybe I'm missing out. I've never you know prayed and then all of a sudden just been struck upside the head with it. You know, I mean I, it sometimes it helps and it reaffirms when I'm when I'm thinking on it. Um, but it depend. It also depends on what it what it's involving. You know, because mm-hmm. I will involve other people if it's something you know real estate minded or investment minded or, you know, what, whatever it, it may be. Car, car minded. I'm going to include, yeah, I'm going to include a different um, consulting of those around me than a house. Okay. They might be, mm-hmm. I mean, but the number one is, is Meredith. I mean, we, and, and to each their own, but I feel like a healthy relationship is indicative of, of, of being on the same page. Um, you know, if there's stuff that you haven't worked out yet, and, that, and that's why we've always encouraged um, any of the youth uh, to marry within the church if they can, it, just because it, it um, when you're on the same page with regards to, you know, the, the basic fundamentals of life, you know, you've got um, your faith on the same page and all that, you know, then it's it, you're on the same page already when you go to help make each other's decisions with each other, you know, so um Definitely go to her first on whatever it is, because sometimes I think that's why Lord um, gives us partners. If He's blessed us with one, is is to help. You know, there's sometimes when it just gets shut down without without having much more of it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if she, you know, mm-hmm. is not on board with it at all, then then I'm not going to fight an uphill battle if she really, you know, doesn't feel a certain way. Um, and I think that God's put that in our life for a reason. So, yeah, that's just me though. I feel free to disagree with that. 
No, I, I, I'm, I was going to say the same thing, Josh. Um, I was going to ask you a question, too, and you might have kind of answered it already, but like, um, or well, not you, just the generalities, everybody was talking. Um, but I think like bigger decisions and stuff like that, Patrick, I think it either it'd be if it's something, you know, my wife Anna has making, you know, or, or she has a decision to make or. I have a decision to make, but it's it's usually or well that's the wrong way of phrasing it. If it's something that's like affecting me, like a job or um, you know dealing with something this, but it's usually something that the decision is kind of decided upon together. Um, if that does that make mm-hmm. sense, like it's 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 something that's affecting myself, um, but we're going to be in it together and we're going to decide if it's right for me and or us together. Um, and and obviously that, that goes through prayer. Um, that goes to really talking, just talking about it, just being, I think just being like open, like, Hey, this is what I got going on. You know, what do you want to do about it? What's your first thought? What's your first reaction? What do you think? Um, and then there's been some time, this is what was leads to my other question. I get, or my question I was having for y'all off of Josh is I've had some things happen or we, I guess. Um, one is a we and one is I has had some a couple things happen like in during our marriage where there God has put on our heart and my heart different times because I'm using both of the examples but nonetheless let's just say with me on my heart to do something um, mm-hmm. and that was carefully fought out in in personal prayer and and basically it was kind of one of those things where God has ordained you. That's not the right. I don't want to sound like it's like so philosophical. Basically, God put on my heart to do it, and and so from that unction, I go to the to my wife and say, "Hey, you know, God puts on my heart. You know, I want to get. In, I want to do this." And mm-hmm. I mean, she could say, "No, I don't agree," but then there is the recept. There is the reception of the spirit realizing, "Don't. I'm not going to go against what God's telling you to do." Um, now there are some drastic things that there, that, that's kind of my question kind of where you draw the line on that. Cause it, you know, it could be say, well, I'm, I feel like, you know, going across the country and on a month mission, keep the kids yeah. have fun. That's, you know, there, yeah. there may be some conversation, but I but, think, yeah, yeah. But what I think God's telling me something different here, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's also the thing of where like, you don't want to step in front of what God's planned. So and and her response was, if that's what God's calling you to do, I'm going to be supportive of it. And it wasn't like something drastic, but I'm just, it was like crazy. But I'm just I'm just saying. And at that moment, I feel like that's that's us making decisions together, but it's also not getting in the way of the spirit. Um, and we, and we talked about it, and it, and and to me, that's been a blessing during that that time because it, it, it's it's been a little bit you know time consuming for both of us, but. You know, until God, you know, kind of directs us in different ways, we would we would go. And and there was one like with the weed decision where we come together. So I guess I mean I asked y'all guys that too. Like, hey, you can answer Patrick's questions and be kind of like, you know, what you know, how do you handle that? Like, is there like a always a hard stop or or is it kind of like we're always gonna have the decision? Derek, what you think? Still with us? Well, I don't know. There he is. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yep. Hello. 
Hello, 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 hello. I don't know. Our feed's splotchy, so I don't know if it's on if it's on my end or if it's on your. It might be those those but, um, uh, iPods. No, you I got on. Hear you good. It's not my pods. It's not my pods, okay? Are you no, corded tonight? Or or what? I'm putting the other one in. No, you're fine, Derek. Just roll on. You're single pod in? in? All right, oh. so I am, but I just, I'm just dual podding for a second. Um, I, I don't... Um, I've had a few big decisions um, that come to mind that I think fall under the category of what Patrick's talking about. Um, as far as like buying a car or um, buying a house or something like that, um, I haven't had, I guess it starts out, my prayer pretty much every day is that I want to be led in everything that I do. So yeah. in a way, in a way I've, I have faith in that and I, and if, if I am, if I am praying that every day and I have faith that he's here, that should come natural to me are the ones that he would want me to do. Um, now that seems a little, that's a broad brush, I guess. But what I'm saying is he has, he has, there. Hey, we lost him. He's gone away. I don't know what he's doing. too. I know. He's so good. Anyway, he's getting a glimpse inside his soul in. for a second. I know. Um, well, I'll jump in you know, while Derek sorts it out and then kick it back to him. So, I mean, this is just something that I've just been thinking about, you know, especially I know you guys can relate, like, where we're at in our lives. And I'm, I doubt it will change, but it just seems like it's like I hit 30, and, I mean, in my 20s, I, if I had 10 decisions to make, in my 30s, I feel like I got 50 decisions to make. Um, and, you know, it's it's just been something that – but I know young people and, and, you know, all throughout life, you know, decisions about college, decisions about, you know, who you're going to marry, where you're going to live, and what – but what I've found is that throughout my life, in a way, even though the decisions are different, there's still some, some attributes that always remain the same. Um, you know, like, for example, Derek's back now, so hang on, Diesel. I'll finish this thought and jump back over to you. Um, just, like, continue, you know, staying in the Word and staying in prayer and being just just open and honest before God about what He wants me to do in my life kind of that almost just a daily thing helps keep keep me centered and i've found actually in my life that when i drift from that and then a big decision comes i i actually sometimes don't make the best decision you know because i wasn't i wasn't in the word and i wasn't in prayer um and then obviously when a big decision comes i guess matt kind of you were alluding to laying that before the lord and just asking for direction you know, is another thing that just, which is probably for me the hardest part because sometimes I'm asking and I don't get any direction. And it's like, okay, now I have to wait, which is not fun at all. Um, and then, like Josh was saying, I actually, I agree. I mean, for me, whenever I have something that's a decision and, Lo, and Lauren is just completely in going to, I mean, it's like we're just 
completely opposite of one another, that's sometimes a red flag for me because I feel like that we're supposed to be, you know, God put us together. So, yeah. you know, we need, we need to be on the same page. And so when I'm heading in one direction, when she's heading in the other direction, that, that causes me to be super uneasy about maybe where my mindset is and stop and step back and reevaluate, you know, and then surrounding yourselves with good godly counselors. I mean, if I could tell a young person anything other than just reading the word and praying and being filled with the Holy Spirit and listening to him, it would be find some good godly counselors who just you trust, who won't share your secrets that you can confide in and just just ask them like, hey, what did you do when this situation came up? Because nine times out of ten, somebody has been there before or at least yeah. close enough there to try to help you through it. So anyway, um, Derek, back to you, man. Please be there. All right. No, I, mean, <laughs> I agree with you. There he is. <laughs> I was going to, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, this will be quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> We're all rooting for you, Derek. What you said about, <laughs> you about, can do it. <laughs> what you said about you and Lauren being on uh being on like different pages, that's something that I've realized. But um, you know, big decisions like um, you know, if you're gonna get married and where you live and I, I look back on my life and I see these bigger decisions and I I have scripture that is related that I will never forget that is that pertains to that decision, if that makes any sense. Um, because I yeah. learned and, uh, you know, recently, you know, in the last few years that, um, you know, when you're asking the Lord for, uh, for guidance, he speaks to you through the word. And mm -hmm. whenever I have a big decision that I have to make and it affects me and my family, um, not if, if there's a big decision that we have to make that affects my family, um, you know, if there's something that I feel that I need to do, um, like my most recent big decision, then it's something that, that I relied on the Lord to show my wife and mm -hmm. to give her an assurance as well, you know, because yeah. he wants, I mean, I, I believe that that's, he, he put, like you said, he put you together for a reason and you, know, you two are now one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, there's been a lot of things that I've wanted to do, you know, not necessarily church related, but a lot of things that I've always wanted to do that, that my wife was not on board with, you know, and I could have been hard headed and done them anyways. And looking back, they were probably bad decisions. Um, but I liked, I liked having, I liked having that, I don't know, that, that other person that is in the kind of in the trenches with you. Um, for lack of a better term, because, you know, if, if there is something that, that there's something that we, that we're, you know, going towards a decision that we have to make, it is so much, it's, it's so much more of a, of a boost to know that she feels the same way, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like when she has a testimony that says, this is what happened to me, then it's like, it's not, and then it's not just in my mind. It's not something that I'm. You know, it's not my emotions that's creating this. It's something that is real because it is happening to my wife as well. 
you know, she's got yeah. her answer or the revelation or whatever you want to call it to go along with mine. And it's, and you can't really dispute that on concert on, on coincidence, you know, and when you are asking for an answer and you get it, that's one thing. But as, mm-hmm. when you, when, when y'all are, are asking for a, a, an answer and y'all get it, then it's even bigger, you know, like it's, then it's like, right. there's, there's no turning back. Like this is going to happen. Um, but I don't typically make decisions super fast. Um, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, um, my wife is, is a planner and she's the one that's, oh, in comparison to her, I make, I make lightning quick decisions. Um, but you know, something that's a, a large, basic, basically marriage where you're going to live, having kids, job like those are the big the big items to me um mm-hmm. but again you know the lord works with you every day individually and personally and so you get whenever you're going to do something you get feelings about it you know it's not necessarily me you know asking every day like lord I've, i found this house should i buy it you know um right but i get feelings and i trust that that he is in control and there's some things that that don't work out that I thought really should, you know, a house that I really wanted to buy that was close to the church and it worked out it, it checked all the boxes and, you know, what have you. And it didn't work out. And I'm like, well, why didn't it work out? You know, like, there's no reason why, but there is a reason why it's not for me to know. And I don't, and I don't care to, you know, to question, but, you know, as far as having a big decision to make, you know, you got to pray, then you got to read. And you will, for me, in my experience, there is a scripture that comes alive in that, in that time. That is one that you can stand on and, you know, you'll never forget it. It's, it's the scripture, you know, and it gives you an assurance and a feeling when you read it. And then when you, when you go back and listen to it, just anybody reads it, it takes you back to that decision. You know, and it's strong, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it's reaffirming, knowing that, you know, it's it was a, it was the right one. Now, when is the next decision? You know, what do I what do I do now? And now I've made the decision. Now, what's what's the next step? But it, I think the key right. is, and it's definitely it, prayer and reading. It is, and, right. and I and I and maybe we can revisit this for another topic, um, because. I have had people and, and people that I, I fully trust, support, and believe their testimony wholeheartedly tell me that they knew it was God's will for one thing. And then mm-hmm. a month later, it was different. And I, I am leery of being just 100% knowing God's will. You know, I mean, like, God can give us feelings. And I think that if we if we are in the scripture and we're in the place where he wants us to be, our life becomes what God wants it to be. Okay. It's not that he, he smacks us inside the head with some great revelation. Um, and then we just, at least it hadn't been my, my experience, but I have experienced mm-hmm. people that have told me it was God's will when they hundred percent believed it was. And then the next month believes complete opposite of that. And I'm, I'm scared of that. You know, because I, I, I don't ever want to claim something is definitely God told me this 
when, you know, it could have been my emotions and I'm very, very leery of it. I, maybe we need to explore it more, or maybe I just need to explore it more because I, I do feel in and a hundred percent agree there, Patrick, Matt, I, everybody that said you're in the scripture, you're in prayer, you're going to be in the spot that God can use for his work. Okay. And so putting things right. in your heart in that, in that scenario, I believe is a, a thing God does. But I've also been leery of people that you know, throw away, get, throw around God's will a bunch because like they, I don't, I don't know if it's just me, maybe you guys are this way, but I, I don't, I don't have a lot of things that I'm just a hundred percent. I'm positive. This is God's will and we're going to fight through. Now, um, I know that whenever it, it is something that I'm, I'm very sure that it's God's will, then you, you end up getting um, more resolve to push for that result. You know, I really felt like God had put me and Mary together. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. the fact that I, I had that assurance, I think, kept us together through a lot of times that would have easily broken up somebody that did not have that resolve based on God, you know, feeling like that God was, was who put us together. It wasn't just our, our relationship or our emotions or whatever. Um, I just, I'm leery of saying I'm a hundred percent no God's will because like, I don't understand his plan. You know, I may think I do. And maybe, you know, in time you see, Oh, that's why that was probably, but it still could have been something different. You know, we don't, we don't, none have the mind of Christ, you know, like completely like in that regard where we can see the future. Um, we do have the mind of Christ. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we, we have um, him on the inside directing us, but um, I'm just leery of the hundred percent. It's God's will um, because I've seen it. It, it I, I wouldn't say abused. I mean, I'm sure there's people that abuse it. You know, <laughs> you have televangelists all the time that abuse that. Um, I just want to be leery of it. And uh, maybe that's my own insecurities about it. Yeah. And that's what, you know, first John talks about that, basically. I mean, that's like half the book is just him counseling the church or whoever he was writing to. I assume it was a church, you know, try the spirits, yeah. whether they know or not. You know, make sure that yeah. people that are coming and saying this is the will of the Lord. Well, you know, are they confessing that Jesus Christ come in the flesh? You know, are they confessing that do they have yeah. the spirit? Are they backed up? Are they saying what Jesus said? Or are they saying something different? You know, because if, the, and like Derek made a good point, you know, the it, if the word of God, I don't have to wake up every morning and hit my knees and say, Lord, is it your will that I go to work today? I mean, I know it's his will. I mean, he says it. It's good yeah. for a man to work. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to pray about that. I, you know, I know that I need to leave and, and go to work. So, um, but no, that's Nor would good, you just get a feeling like, hey, God doesn't want me to go to work. And then you would tell everybody, God didn't want me to go to work today. I mean, you wouldn't do that, you know? Like, there's, you know, there's more of a, a, a subtleness to it, I think. Well, the way, it, the way it sounds, like when you have big decisions, it sounds like this is kind of like a, like a stepping stone. Like, okay, today I have to make a big decision. I haven't had to do this exactly. in months. You know, it's every day you're doing the same thing. You know, you're still, yeah. you just, you're, 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 at least for me, you know, I'm still more or less praying for the same thing. You praying for guidance and praying for the things that I pray for, but, um, Mm -hmm. but it's not like whenever you get that decision, whenever you get the answer to to make that decision that you're like, 
oh, okay, now I can chill out for a little bit. You know, I got that one done. Now wait, wait for the next chapter. You know, it's, it's not, it's just a constant, like, he leads you every day. You know, he doesn't lead mm-hmm. you, I have you know, once a month. Yeah, and it's, and it's something that you have enough for today. Right. You know, it gives you yeah. enough mana for today. And so what today has, we're going to figure it out as it comes. And, um, you know, everybody may have a, may have their own take on, on how they go about their day. But, you know, the Lord, he deals with us personally. It would be one thing if it was all about a law, but it's not about a law. It's about, it's, mm-hmm. it's more than that. It's personal. So, you know, as I'm going throughout the day, if yeah. I feel bad about something, that's, that's perfectly normal that I wouldn't feel bad about two weeks ago, then that's him guiding me, you know? And, and I, and I have faith in that, that, um, in the decisions that I make and, you know, if there's something that comes up and, and I kind of, you know, want to make that decision, I don't really have a great feeling about it, but I don't, can't really understand why I don't have a great feeling about it. Then I chalk that up to the Lord guiding me, you know, and then you can always, as you're breathing and praying, he is guiding you in, in the words, the, the scripture that pops out at you that day, you know, or that week that's, that's, uh, that makes an impact with you. Oh, I never really read that scripture that way before, you know, it pertains to the issue that I was having today. Um, so yeah. it's not like a milestone thing. It's just a, it's an everyday leads you every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, Journey, you want to take us into? <coughs> uh oh. Oh, Raymond. That joke. That jokes. Yeah. That jokes. That jokes. Is there any jokes except for maybe one? <laughs> Well, oh, there's always a joke. <laughs> we know there's at least one. We know there's at least one. <laughs> there uh, is one, and I am appreciative yeah. of that one. And we all know who we speak of. Rainy in James <laughs> Island, South Carolina. <laughs> she knows how to work good. in with... Yes. What kind of doctor is a Dr. Pepper? I don't know. He's actually a physician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it actually spelled out. It looks like a fizz can, but uh, a fizzy can. But uh, um, but no, he's a physician. And then um, Cheyenne from Raleigh um, wanted us to, to find out uh, why did the tooth start crying? Y'all know? Uh, well, I mean, no, because I've seen it, but I didn't know before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's because, oh, you, Maggie's the Gmail. Uh, <laughs> the tooth, he actually he got his feelings hurt. Yeah. Hurt. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, so. <laughs> Did y'all well, know what state? What you said, dude? Which state? Oh, wait, my wife is supposed to be sending a joke in, but she's slacking. Well, she times up over. I know. You've got a wife. You've got wow. kids. You've got all kind of stuff. I mean, like, what? What does the Bible say about a man who doesn't control his own house or something? I, does it say something? I don't know. I don't read that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Come over that. Uh, do you know why bees have a sticky hair? <laughs> 
No clue. <laughs> because they use a honeycomb. <laughs> honeycomb. Yeah. 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 Caroline um, started. Caroline started playing soccer. Guys, a thing called soccer shots that teach the fundamentals. Um, she actually doesn't like soccer. She just does it for kicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's, that's good. That's good. So, yep. But um, <laughs> my, my wife is rolling on the dead right guy. now. No, I I, I got one. Oh, tell us, tell us, dear. Because she can't get in on the. Uh, she can't get it in quick enough. Anyway, she can't text she you. Did, no, she's um, texting she me. Can get but... in for next week, but guess what? Uh, I mean, I, I, can she can she submit a joke for next week? I mean, how hard? It, yeah. Well, I guess she can. But this I mean, one's good. This, so. I, okay, tell us, tell us. Did Eve ever have a date with Adam? No, just an apple. Uh. <laughs> I was trying to. I was thinking. I was like, fig leaf, fig is a date, fig. That's good Do we know? She, it was she's an got apple? some. I mean, she's got some good stuff. Make some, make the prizes pretty pretty decent next week. I'm, I'm <laughs> bringing one home. <laughs> work on that. I mean, I was gonna like send out a candle this week, but uh, but I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll up the ante next week. Is that what you want? I mean, yeah, she got to yeah. come with a game though. You know, oh, we've got some good stuff here. You just, you just keep rolling them off. I don't want to waste them. This is potential like Omaha steak material here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. yes. Those kids there. Oh man. God bless you. God bless you. Right. Well tell her when, when the when the you know the deadline is. Help her now. Yeah, she, she has keeps forgetting that it's Monday night that she has to keep the kids for an hour after bedtime, you know. She's always oh. apt to forget about you, that. You take care of it the rest <laughs> of the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, I keep forgetting this is That's my night. That's the winner of the joke challenge. Derek <laughs> <laughs> takes care of the kids all the other six nights uh, by himself. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I was hanging out with yeah. Matt all weekend, so. He was. Get, get them built-ins done. Did you get the built-ins mm-hmm. done? Got them done. He did. That homeowner off my back. I know. I want some built-ins. That'd be nice. <laughs> did Matt? Did Matt mention his built-ins before me? Oh, yeah. It's been about six months. So I don't know, Josh. Uh, Derek, when did we have our walkthrough? It wouldn't been six months ago. It probably wasn't six months. I probably mentioned it like in October. Yeah. I'm saying ours was pre-COVID, Derek. In my safe room. Ever. <laughs> Have you been in my house since COVID? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe once upstairs. You just kind of walked in the front door, and we're all like, "Oh, we're we're not we're doing this, okay?" <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm here. Ah, you, ah, you. Yeah, that time you almost spread it to us. Hey, are y'all guys getting the vaccine when it becomes available? Any qualms on that? Have we discussed that? No, we hadn't. No, man. I was just curious. Oh, I mean, we can save it. We can save it. Like, our thoughts on the vaccine. Or vaccines in general. The vaccine. Yeah. To vaccine or not. To vaccinate or not vaccinate. Just in general. I was just curious. I was just curious. But, I mean, we can save that. We can table it. 
and table it. I'm just want to know what y'all think. I've seen some people that are very um, opinionated on it, you know, um, that you wouldn't think would be like they aren't going to get the vaccine. Like, there ain't no way. And I'm like, it just it just kind of baffled me. So then I'm like, wait, maybe I'm maybe I'm the weird one, and didn't didn't see this as being a problem. And maybe everybody else has seen it like a problem, you know. So I don't know. I just thought I'd throw it out there, but let's let's save it. I'm I'm with that. We can save it and table it, and we'll discuss it and get a bunch of people listening in. Maybe write in their opinion, and we can we can read it over the air. We do need people writing in. Speak as you're moved at gmail.com. Uh, speak as you're moved on Instagram. Speak as you're moved on Facebook. We love to hear your thoughts on topics, um, but also. When you give us a topic, you can give us your your opinion. I mean, we can we can we can read your take on it on the on the air. Um, we enjoy that. So. And we're on all the podcasts. Well, not really, like a couple hours, right, Josh? All the ones I know of. Like, if you if you guys haven't seen us on a format, let me know, and I'll figure <laughs> it out. Because um, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Apple iPodcast, whatever that one is. Um, I mean, we, we, if, if, if it's out there, I, I want you to be able to listen to us. Um, so we're going to try to make it easy, even though we're a radio program, yeah. I put it on the podcast stuff just for those that I, I found out there are people that wanted to listen to it and they can download podcasts and then they go areas to whether they don't have, you know, maybe they don't have unlimited data or they're in an area that has spotty service. And if they already have the, the episode downloaded, then it helps them out. And so we, we, we set up an RSS um, feed, um, and every week we put it on the RSS feed, which goes out to Google, Spotify, Apple, all, all the, the podcast um, platforms. That's awesome. We're trying to be legit. We just would like some legit dad jokes. Send them in. If you got them, you'll get a prize. Who legit? <laughs> Most likely. I mean, chances are in your favor. <laughs> Except next week, Derek's going to Derek's gonna bring the heat. Um, so... He's bringing the heat. One, one entry, Derek. One entry. Stop texting me. <laughs> you don't have any more? I mean, I, any other right now? Oh, I got yeah, like. I mean, oh yeah. Just give us, okay, give okay. us one more. Just give us one more. All right. This, this one's, this was kind of weak, but it's, it's another one. What's the difference between Jesus and pizza? Jesus can't be topped. Uh, uh, that was like, mm-hmm. good one. Like, yeah. That's the weakest one. Yeah, yeah keep so it. Like, Hopefully, you can feed a family of. I don't. I don't know. Uh, oh. I was like trying to think of feeding like the, the five. And yeah, can't What's be top. That's good. Jesus. Yep. Jesus can't be top. Yep. Had to get rid of the. Yeah, I mean that one. Obviously, I mean it was good and it was Christian based, but it was not going to win. So that, unless it was the only, I got some. I got some. So I appreciate you, Shannon. To make it good. Yes, what you think? But I mean, yeah. like, our so all like, I don't want to like night lights, or you know, something weak nightlights. like that. Yeah, I want something like real. Nightlights. Real. The, the the present has to match the quality of the joke. We'll see what we can do, Derek. I mean, or the listeners. You're getting something for free. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you are saying I'm gonna win. <laughs> what do you, what do, you, what do you call a hippie's wife? What? Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. Yeah, so. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh man. Yeah, some good stuff. I think Patrick is. Uh, did you know? Well, did you know that by law, 
you must turn on your headlights when it's raining in Sweden. But how am I supposed to know when it's raining in Sweden? (laughs) 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 And did you know in Sweden, all the government-owned ships are required to have a UPC code printed on the hull. When the ships are returned to port, it helps them Scandinavian. (laughs) (laughs) Scandinavian. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. These guys are jokes. Yeah, Yeah, man. Well, Patrick gone? Yeah, Yeah, he he said someone had closed out for him. I guess he doesn't want to hit the send button. I mean, log back in. (laughs) <laughs> He's wow. not feeling it. Wow. He said it's 935 wow. at that time. Wow. Owen Wilson said, wow. 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 <laughs> All right, well. Wow. I guess uh, we'll shut her on down. Yeah, Same man. time Appreciate next it. week. All our listeners, as always. Yeah. Was, Appreciate you. It was It was a good wing of a, of a, a topic. A wing I like it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, potpourri, if you would. But thank y'all for joining us, so, as always, and join us next week, same time, May third, Monday night. Send in topics and whatnot. So. Send them in. Make it happen. Y'all want to play virtual rock paper scissors for one of y'all to dismiss us? Well, I was trying yeah. to like take over and like. <laughs> yeah, Josh was trying to take <laughs> over. Example. I was trying to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I guess I'll see you. I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have a I battle for it. <laughs> Doc, you just finish this. Here, here, I'll do it. We'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, one. Oh. Let's do a number. I have a number from one to ten for y'all. Hold on, let me, all right. Oh, well, let's do one to twenty. Lots over here. Let's do one to twenty. All right, go. Who wants to go first? I hope I. Do do a number from one to ten to see who goes first. No. <laughs> One for twenty, go. Ten. All right, go, Derek. I mean, Josh. Three. Derek wins. It was fourteen. Well, you don't know how Sweet. to play number games. Come on, Derek. Huh? No, I. I wanted you to win so you get to pray. I mean, obviously, <laughs> winner, winner gets to talk to God. I mean, that was... <laughs> uh, talk to God. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. Um. Yeah, and let's dismiss with prayer. Hello, we thank you for, for bringing us here together on this radio program, dear Lord. We thank you for being in our midst, guiding our conversation, guiding our lives, dear Lord. We hope that this radio program helps to touch someone's life, help give it um, some sense of direction um, any way we can, any way we can be a vessel in your hands, dear Lord. We ask that you go with the bereaved. Um, keep hearing a few families close to us that... Uh, have loved ones pass away, um, please be with them. Be with all of us during these times of COVID and uncertainty. Um, be in the midst of our decisions and, and all our actions and help us not to to be judgmental of each other, but to focus on, on you and how we can further show your love. So um, go with all of our listeners here tonight until we meet again next Monday night, 830. All these things we ask in the holy precious name. Amen. 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 Good night, and God bless.